Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. Broadcasting from the small business capital of America, this is WIIFM Milwaukee, an idea coach station. You're on the small business journey, and sometimes you need a dose of creativity and a helping hand. And that's why we're here. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, where we build big ideas live without a net so you can turn your small business dreams into reality. You share what you're building, and we'll rally to make it bigger, better, faster, more. And it's not just what will be, we also want to hear your wins. So we're all reminded that small business success is here for every single entrepreneur that gets clear, works hard, and doesn't quit. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. If you'd like to be a part of the show, we'd love to have you hit up our website when you're ready, patmillershow.com, and you can call in with a question or a challenge, or a small business celebration so we can pick your brain and learn how you are crushing it. We've got Regina and Brent standing by. We'll hear from them in a minute. But first, what you think people want might not be what they want. We think we know. Oh, I know my customer. Oh, I really know my customer. They want X, Y, and Z. Well, I just had a super eye-opening experience the other day, and I wanted to share it with you. So I run the Idea Collective community. We're bringing small business owners together from literally around the world. And I held a focus group the other day with some of our members. And inside the conversation of the focus group, I started to ask them a great question. And if you haven't asked some of your customers this question, you should. But what problem does your product solve. And I was asking them, what pro- what problem does this community solve? Because if you can understand what problem your community or your product solves, you can get better at telling people about it. And when I launched the Idea Collective back in the day, I thought it would be educating people and hosting events and networking and all of these things so they could grow their business, right? This whole idea of learning what they don't know and meeting people they don't know so they could sell more stuff. But what came back to me very clearly when I was talking to members inside the group was something totally different. And after they said it, I thought, of course, that's what the community solves for them. But I didn't know it until I asked. For the record... What I asked them, you know, what problem does the community solve? And they came back and said very clearly, in fact, Mitch, one of our community members, said it very clearly. He said, starting a small business is terrifying. And everything we have to do is hard. This community makes it easier. And this community makes it less scary. And the idea that the community solves the first problem, which is fear 
I had never heard it put that way. We went on to talk about belonging and confidence and imposter syndrome and the highs and lows of building a business. All of this emotional stuff that applies to solopreneurs and small business owners that isn't access to capital, that isn't learning what you don't know or networking with potential clients. I mean, there's a place for all that stuff, but that's not the problem that my community solves. So I'm saying this out loud to one, say I goofed and got it wrong, first of all. But secondly, if you haven't had a conversation with your current customers about what are they really getting from you, you might not have it right. You might be missing an opportunity. Get clear on it. Ask them. They might say something you don't anticipate. And that might be where all the money is waiting for you. And with that, let's get busy. Challenges, opportunities, small business celebrations. I don't know what's coming, but we'll meet some great people. Up first in the Pat Miller Show, Regina Sloan. Regina, it's great to meet you. Tell us who you are, what you do. I'm also curious where you're calling from, and then we'll talk about how we can help you today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm Regina Sloan. I am new to business. I started to, um, I'm creating digital courses to help moms achieve any kind of goals that they may have. I'm a busy mom myself, and I'm working on a course right now to help moms uh, learn to budget and use those pieces to help reach any financial goal that they may have. I love that. And And where are you calling from? from? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Right on. Okay, great. Uh, All right. So you are a mom yourself. So you've got subject matter expertise and you've got an idea for a course. So how can we help you today? Where are you stuck? So since I just started, I'm actually doing Digital Course Academy. It's an amazing program that's helping you start from scratch and build it. She's amazing. Um, But building my platform, my audience, attracting people to me. There's like so many different ways you can do it. I've created um, a social media page on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I have an email listing that I'm trying to build and literally only three friends are on it. So just like, how do you go from nobody to being that person that people know and go to know, like trust so that when I drop my digital course, they're ready to buy it. That is uh, a great question and something that if I had the magic wand for everyone to be able to do, I would be very wealthy, yet I'm not very wealthy. But there are some tips and tricks that we can use to get you where you need to go. So to sell information to people that want to buy it in a course, they need to know that you're someone that knows what you're talking about. So there's a perceptual thing and there's a functional thing that you got to get done. The perceptual thing is you need to show people that you're an expert or you have information that's worth paying for, be it a little or a lot, but you have to demonstrate to people, hey, I'm Regina. I know what I'm talking about. I'm walking in your shoes. I'm a busy mom too, so I can help your life get better. So you need to show them that you have the knowledge that can turn into transformation that's worth paying for. Fine. But the second part is you need to build an audience of those people that you can contact on a regular basis. So you've got Instagram and you've got other social accounts. And then you also said email and oh, email is magic. And the reason why email is magic is you can reach out to them at any time for $0. Because what happens with social is that the companies that provide the platforms will throttle your access to people who say that they want to hear from you. So you can build a Facebook group that's nice and big. 
But just because you put something up in the Facebook group doesn't mean that they're going to hear you in the feed or in your social media posts because clearance isn't what you want it to be. So let's just quickly go through the two different aspects of it. You want to get people on your email list and you want to demonstrate your subject matter expertise. So one of the ways I've seen people do subject matter expertise is to say, I can teach you the alphabet, but I'm going to give away A, B, C, D, E. So people can see, oh, wow, if A, B, C, D, E was that amazing, I wonder what the rest of the alphabet has to provide. Give me your credit card and you can have it. So as you're talking about what busy moms need when it comes to budgeting, what are some of the pain points that they experience? What are like the biggest, most common things that you think they trip up on? Um. I think getting organized, you know, um, what am I spending? What, what are my goals? What, what, you know, just the, the initial part of it. And then the overwhelm, you know, people think, think it's a lot harder than what it is mm. to budget. Okay. So they don't know what they don't know because they're not organized and uh, they're overwhelmed. So you can make it easy. Okay. Mm -hmm. One of the things I've heard someone say about this now, so if we're going to give them the first five letters of the alphabet, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's make that a fast, quick win. Let's show them how you can impact their life quickly. So what is a fast, quick win that you can provide to these busy moms that uh, need to spend money with you to learn everything you know? But what's a quick win that they can get and go, wow, Regina's super bright. I love this program. Take all my money. Um, Just off the whim, I think uh, a lot of my friends enjoy how I save money in my grocery shopping each week. Oh, I love that. And I love that for a couple reasons. Every single mom has to do it or dad, but every household has to do it. And if you can show them dollars in their pocket, now that's really cool. So let's yeah. take this course then. Uh, could you save them enough money at the grocery store that your course is effectively free? Oh, wow. That's a good point. Yeah. So tell me about that. Give me give me an example of how you help someone save money at the grocery store. Um, so I never go grocery shopping without a plan. Mm. I budget, um, I create our meals at home and I also, on top of that, create our meals based on what we already have. So, you know, we got a couple of things that'll work for spaghetti and we just need one thing. I'll get that and, and that meal's done versus, you know, we want this big meal that we have nothing for. Um, so, and I buy, I create my list. I use our Alexa at home and mm. my husband and kids are all trained. If we're out of something, put it on the list. If it's not on the <laughs> list, it doesn't get bought. <laughs> yes. I love that. So I wonder if you could then put together a program called Regina's rules of the grocery store, save 10 mm -hmm. bucks every time you go something simple Ooh, like that. that. Right. And then you can say, okay, subscribe to my email newsletter. Cause I'm going to teach you Regina's uh, rules of the grocery store to save 10 bucks every time you go. And you start building a list where you're giving away these tips and this guidance and you're building your authority and you're building your email list. And then you start saying, okay, friends, uh, on December 1st, I'm dropping the ultimate guide to saving money as a mom. What mm. would you like to learn about? So then you start getting them to tell you what they want to buy. And you start building authority and you start building content around it. Because one of the things that I've learned from creating content for a community or, you know, an audience is what I think they want isn't necessarily what they want and what they'll pay for. Because you have so much knowledge that you might not even be aware people want to buy from you. 
So if you can build an audience and then ask them, you can then have something that you can go sell. Oh, I love that. So maybe like, um, cause I have a lead magnet right now that I finalize and I put out there and it's the figure your holidays are coming around. Mm -hmm. So it's like this amazing package of, you know, how to get organized, how to stick to your budget, some fun things you can do with your kids, no matter the age that will save you money. Cause mm -hmm. it's free or low cost. Um, so maybe, uh, I know people also use video to, for league magnets, like, Hey, to see the video, to sign up for that, mm -hmm. as far as like the groceries and, and things that you mentioned. So is that kind of what you're, you're meaning as far as how to put it out there? Absolutely. You basically want to say, I'll give this to you if you give me your email address and using lead magnets or whatever the shared experience is that you're already doing. Perfect. But you want to get people from. Uh, I'm curious about what she's doing to a quick win where they can experience your subject matter expertise. And the value exchange there is you get their email address. Then each week or every other week, what you have to do is put out a newsletter that only moms would love. Like you need to get so clear and so specialized that if a dad or a grandfather read it, they'd be like, this makes no sense to me. Okay. But, but it's so specific and it's in uh, the language that the moms would use. And it's all about the value that you provide. And it feels like it's a uh, personal note to your friends. Very, very plain spoken, very conversational and very much dripping with value for them. And all of this is leading up to you putting your course on sale. So when you put it on sale, you know, you would say, okay, December 1st is when the course goes on sale. But because you're an email newsletter subscriber, I'm going to sell it at 60% of the price if you buy it by or through Black Friday weekend. So by the day you drop it, you've got 100 people ready to consume it. Mm -hmm. then you put it on sale. So make them feel like they're on the inside. Well, we could brainstorm this forever, and I know that you're going to go out there and help a lot of people. But let's continue the conversation. I want you to do this, and then when you put it on sale and make a million dollars, will you come back on the Pat Miller Show and uh, share your small business celebration for us? I would love to. Thank you so much. Awesome. I love it. Regina Sloan, nice to meet you. Indianapolis representing. I love that. Yeah. Uh, great to talk with you, and thanks for coming on. Thank you. Okay, a guest from Indianapolis. Uh, it's great to talk to someone from Indiana. You know, we don't have a member in the Idea Collective from Indiana yet. Maybe that'll get fixed. Hint, hint, Regina. All right, so let's move on with the show. Coming up next, we're not going to talk to any small business coach. We're going to talk to Milwaukee's small business coach, like the guy. Brent Halfwasson is standing by. We're going to hear from him next on this episode of The Pat Miller Show. Running a small business is lonely and hard. I mean, we know that, right? But did you know it doesn't have to be? Stop networking and start connecting with other entrepreneurs on the small business journey in the Idea Collective Small Business Incubator. In this exclusive worldwide community, we're sharing information, we're brainstorming together, and we're supporting each other through the highs and the lows of building your small business. Learn more about the group and get the feel of this show 24-7 in your small business. Visit ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, a show built just for you. The small business owner, the entrepreneur that's working every single day to build your dream. And we need your help. 
I know that I'm supposed to be helping you, but if we want this conversation to go global, which is the vision, right? No small actions, we gotta go big, then we need your help to spread the word. There's a couple of things you can do to help us out. First of all, rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get the show. That really helps because they're bots and ecosystems and algorithms and however they determine what shows to show people. If we're getting good reviews, that really does make a difference. Secondly, can you subscribe to the show? That way you get a steady stream of awesome entrepreneurs in your life every single week. And then when you are ready to put down your headphones and hop on the show and get some guidance or celebrate a big win, you can come on the program. Visit patmillershow.com and you can schedule a convenient time where you can come on the air. Okay, let's get on with it. Up next in the Pat Miller Show, Milwaukee small business coach, Brent Helfwassen. Everyone needs to know about you, so tell people what you do, my man. Hey, Pat, thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Well, uh, as you said, I'm a Milwaukee small business coach, so I focus on helping entrepreneurs dial into their finances, their numbers, and their operations so that they can master the link between what they do and the results that they hope to achieve. Mm, I love that. All right, cool. So what's going on in your life? How can we help you today? So continuing to get some more traction, uh, getting I'll say unsolicited leads, although arguably I've been working for six months to solicit them. I just didn't know leads off my website, leads off of some social where people are finding me. And um, I need to revise my sort of sales and closing process to make sure I'm keeping up with a close rate and make sure I'm following up effectively. And I happen to know that you're amazing when you were doing radio. Uh, you had to do a lot of sales work, a lot of a lot of calls, closes, et cetera. So I'm, I'm just looking for some ideas on on what are some good methods to make sure stuff's not dropping through and probably things like how often should we be following up? What type of frequency? Uh, Cause you don't want to be the one who's like, Hey, I saw you, you sent me a message once on my thing and I'm going to send you 17 emails and five phone calls. Cause you, you had the honor of giving me your phone number. But I also don't want someone to feel underappreciated. Like oh, I thought I reached out to that coach and you know, he yeah. reached it back out once and then blew me off. Okay. Leads are not created equal as you know. And the big difference is, are they a cold lead or are they a warm lead? I don't care about cold leads. Don't care, right? Hey, here's someone that might be an ideal client, but they don't care about me. I only want to work with warm leads because those folks are excited to hear from you and they already kind of get how you can transform their business. Now we just need to make a deal. So if you're getting leads off the website and you're starting to do better by having uh, unsolicited leads come in, that's awesome. But what I want to do is spend just a minute or two thinking about how do we generate more warm leads for you? So similar to what we talked about with Regina, how are you educating people about what you do so they're starting to raise their hand so you can help them? And then we can talk about how to close them and blah, blah, blah. But let's get a better stream of warm leads. Are they coming? And if so, how are they coming? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So um, I do a lot of uh, in-person um, events. So working either working events that are already toned towards small business owners or entrepreneurs uh, in a variety of different fashions. Some of those are celebrations. Some of those are education. Some of those are just, hey, come out and network because we've been hiding in our holes for the last two years. Um, I also put on workshops and seminars that are both designed to be informative, but but lead gen as well to be able to sort of put on and display my mastery of my craft and trade so that others can learn. And then I think the final one 
is being present, uh, kind of commenting through social media and, and occasionally email and blogs on what's going on, what trends that I see, and what I think the impact is for small business owners, particularly focused in the Milwaukee region. Well, you are also great live without a net, and in person, you're really good at what you do. What is the topic that people are buying from you? What's the thing that when you get a chance to present on, you know you're going to get a customer from it? Uh, If someone is, anytime they present that they are working their butts off and just don't feel like they have any money to show for it, uh, that that is a spot where I can really close because I feel like within a handful of questions on a short conversation, they can really see that, hey, if, if we dial in a few pieces, that they have the opportunity to turn the spigot on a little bit and actually see some dollars show up in their bank account or their pockets. Okay. So we get uh, distracted by all the things we can present on and we lose sight of the thing that people want to buy from us. And in this situation, if you could present a profit workshop or 30 minutes to more profit or something about um, make the work count or something that really gets after that feeling, and then you do that same kind of thing over and over and over again, where people know that you're the guy that gets that result. So how can you build a campaign or a series of events or content around that key transformation that people buy from you? I think that's a really solid suggestion. My my gut temptation is to always go wide and uh, which, you know, physician heal thyself. I would never advise an entrepreneur to do that, but the temptation is to always do that because you feel like I can do that. I can, I can definitely do that. So I think what I'm what I'm doing, I'm actually in the process of already starting my 2023. How am I going to go to market? And I need to be a little more ruthless on probably cutting out some of the items that don't dial in to that key aspect. And the other part is just embracing, hey, look, I'm going to help you with your finance numbers and operations. That's me. I'm your guy. If you mm-hmm. want social media support, you know, I'm happy to talk to you for about five minutes. And after that, my knowledge set is out. So I'll pass you on to other experts. But to just stay like marinating in, in my zone of genius is, is um, yeah, it's going to be a challenge for me to dial it in because everyone's like, oh, what about the customers I'm going to lose? But I, I know the opportunity increases because the close rate goes up when I'm in that zone of genius. For sure. And being a connected entrepreneur, if you need someone that offers X, Y, or Z, you know who to bring in to your client. You won't lose them by the time you're their trusted advisor. And a way to think about this, there are two different visuals you can think about. One of them is pillars and pebbles. So if your pillar is turning work into money, your pebbles could be all the ways that you do that. And you have a workshop about the first one, the workshop on the second one, the workshop on the third one, but you never leave turning work into profit. The other visual could be hub and spoke, that the center of your wheel is turning work into profit. Or as Dave Ramsey says, and you got to give him credit for this, but it's a great line. You're working way too hard to be this broke. That just cuts right to the bone of what we're talking about here, because that feeling of, gosh, I'm killing myself. Where is the money going? When you start using language like that, every small business owner will go, yep. So then if you start thinking pillars and pebbles or hub and spoke, whatever it is, in the radio business, we used to say, it's just play the hits. And if your hit is, I turn work into money, you're working too hard to be this broke, however you want to phrase it, and every month or every two weeks, you're doing a different workshop to bring people in around that theme, 
you just run for office on that idea. And people would then use that to get you on their team. Well, what I love about that, thanks, Pat, that's, um, it's, it's always a great reminder to keep dialing in. And, and if there's one thing I've learned on my journey, every time I feel like I've gotten dialed in, I have, but there's more that can be done. And what I like about that is, you know, we can, I can turn work into money that doesn't have strong limitations around it. There's a lot of areas that that can uh, turn into, but as far, far as addressing a problem statement, that that to me is where people are experiencing that. They're like, I, I think I've got a pretty great business, but my bank doesn't tell me I've got a great business going on. Absolutely. Bank, that is, so. Absolutely. And you know what? If we really wanted to get clinical about this, uh, there are things that you could do in an in-person session. Imagine doing an in-person session and saying, okay, today we're going to talk about how to turn this one issue into more money in your pocket. Whatever the topic is, whatever the spoke is of your hub of turning work into money. And then you say, it's great to see everyone. Listen, if you're curious about how I might be able to be a member of your team, let's talk after the meeting. Okay, so out of the 30 people that are there, three people come up to the front and say, wow, Brent, I really could use your help. And then you say, listen, I'm so confident that I can help you that I'm going to put money in your pocket. And you hand them a brand new $10 bill. I'm telling you, this is what I do for people. I put money in your pocket. Let's have a meeting next week, and we'll talk about what the program looks like. And that sounds like, well, why would you give them free money? Well, trust me, as soon as you bill them, it's going to be way more than $10, and it's going to be something they can remember you for. That's the guy that gave me 10 bucks just to talk to him. And I know that sounds silly, but anything that you can be remembered for as the guy that puts money in your pocket, even that phrase, I'm Brent Helfwassen, and I put money in your pocket. How? I'll help you run a better business because you're working way too hard to be this broke. Something like that that gives you that hook. Because when you say you're a Milwaukee small business coach, that's good. But that also means you do all the things. If your secret sauce is turning work into money, however you decide to phrase that, build all of your content around it and get after the true transformation that you provide to small business owners, uh, you're going to be full soon. And then you get to raise your rate to make a ton of money and you'll be happy. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I'll buy you that magic wand, too, that you want to be able to wave and, and fix all the problems. I love the magic wand. And just like Regina, I need you to do this and then come back on the show and share your small business celebration. Brent Helfwassen, Milwaukee small business coach, turning work into money. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I appreciate it. Appreciate it, Pat. Thanks a lot. A big thanks to Regina and Brent for coming on this episode of the Pat Miller Show. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. I am standing by. I am right here. Look at me. All six foot four, 225, baby. Uh, 240. At 225. Look at me. Woo! Standing here, ready to help you solve a problem, capture an opportunity, celebrate a win. But to do that, we need you to come on the show. Visit patmillershow.com, reserve your time, and we will get you on the air. Here's what we need you to do. Stay with us, stay subscribed, and be a part of the small business ecosystem that we are building. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, here to help you build your small business dream. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of this show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.